Hey guys, welcome to You the Boss podcast, episode 10. I'm your host, Pam. I want to wish a very happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I hope all of you were able to celebrate a mother figure in your life or a mom and someone that you love. This week, we're going to be talking about keeping realistic goals, or should I say setting realistic goals? Um, I do want to start this out by saying that setting goals is great, but if you don't write them down, it basically just puts them out there and they're more like a wish. So definitely write your goals down. That'll that'll probably be a, a separate episode in the future. Um, but definitely write your goals down. Um, so I want to just kind of jump right into this as I usually do and and say that realistic goals and kind of what that means is setting a point for yourself where you can stretch yourself, where you can put yourself out there, but also knowing your current limits. You see, because limits are not permanent. In fact, we actually probably set our limits on ourselves most of the time because even when you physically feel like you can't you can actually go further than where you are um so setting those realistic goals means yes stretch yourself yes put yourself in a position of of just going a little bit further than where you think you can and then it's a conversation of not putting yourself in a position where you set a goal and you set yourself up for failure. So here's the example that I can give you. You haven't worked out in a year and someone comes to you and says, you need to lose 50 pounds by tomorrow. Obviously, you probably have to cut a limb off (laughs) because you can't lose 50 pounds overnight. It would take some time, at least for the for the most basic part would be working out a certain amount of time every day for a certain amount of time so that you can lose that weight. And then you add in nutrition and, and hydration and those different kinds of things. But the point is, is that you're not going to set the goal to yourself to lose 50 pounds tomorrow because you're going to fail. You're, you're not putting yourself in a position to win. You're putting yourself in a position to fail, to bring yourself down for your conscious and your subconscious to say, look, we failed. You know, I told you you couldn't do it. I told you you couldn't lose 50 pounds. And I feel like this is really important because sometimes, you know, especially when you have a goal or when you have a, a, a certain kind of thing in mind, someone will say, well, I mean, we have to be realistic here. Um, so I'm not a, a total fan of the word realistic. But realistic could also be a positive thing, right? Where you're you're putting yourself in a position of being like, I can do that. It'll be a stretch, but I can do that. You got to be at work at 12 o'clock tomorrow. And, you know, if you go to bed at 2 a.m. today, 
you're gonna be a little bit tired when you wake up because you got to do a couple things in the morning before you actually go to work but you just have an extra little bit of coffee and like it'll be fine there's a stretch you stretch yourself a little bit same concept of saying all right you know the goal right now is to participate in a marathon a half marathon let's say come October of this year you know it's May now so you have a little less than six months to prepare and you shouldn't just jump into working out six days a week and cutting out carbs and etc like no you you want to set you want to set that goal of of saying yeah let me participate in this marathon I want to train for this over the next five months this half marathon and then I'm going to break this down little by little so let me see where my body can take me let's see where I'm at so let's say you can run a straight three miles before you actually feel like you can die. And then you're like, all right, let me break this down and see where I'm at at a mile. Let's look at that time. So you're probably thinking, well, a half marathon, and, and maybe you're not, maybe you don't know this at all. A half marathon is about 13 and a half miles. So if you focus on one mile at a time, now you're like, I'm never going to get there. Like, it's going to take me forever if I do it like that. And that's not true. Your goal is 13. So you want to start at one. And then you want to see your time. And then you want to build it to two and see your time and so on and so forth. And the reason that you want to do that is because that's a realistic way for that realistic goal. Because you can do it. You you can run a half marathon. You take the next five months and you push yourself to that limit. It's a stretch. You know, but the body is amazing. The body can adjust so well as long as you discipline yourself into that, right? And that's part of setting realistic goals. Okay, you know, um, my significant other and I are having a reception in September. And I know that, you know, we want to shed a couple pounds and we want to, you know, not be bodybuilders or, or be in a straight, like, immaculate uh, shape. But I know for myself, you know, I do want to drop a couple pounds on my waist and, and be a little toned in certain parts. You know how us girls are. And so I know because of my training ability and because of my nutrition capacity that I start now. I start now and take the next four and a half months to this level. And my biggest critic is myself. So I already know who I am, where I'm at, and I've set this goal to to be at a certain weight or at a, a certain measurement so that I can reach that goal. And I've set it realistically where it's going to stretch me because the summer's coming and I'm back at work and, you know, my schedule's different and all these different things. It doesn't matter because I set this realistic goal and now I'm going to break it down day by day. So I already know, you know, once or twice this week, I'm going to eat a certain way, eat a certain thing. And then the other day is I'm on a strict regimen, right? So I still set this realistic goal for myself, but I broke it down to say week by week, this is where I'm at. The reason that you want to make sure you do that is because, again, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're setting yourself up for failure. You know, how many times, again, uh, fitness is probably the easiest way that, that I can kind of give the analogy but so many people on December 31st at 11.59 have written 
resolutions for the following year. And they're like, I'm going to be in the best shape of my life next year. And I'm going to be vegan. And I'm going to completely change my life. And then by like January 3rd, it's it's shot. And a lot of people kind of make fun of that, where it's like, oh, I don't make resolutions. I make this. And some of the reason that that is is because we're not setting a realistic expectation for ourselves. You don't go from, you know, being, let's say, overweight or even underweight. You don't go from being there to being where you would want to be overnight. You know, you set your if you're at 110 pounds and you want to gain 30 pounds of muscle, you won't gain that in the next two months. You actually won't gain it in the next six months. It'll probably take you a year to two years to put that on on a healthy format. So that goal is to stretch yourself. That goal is to say, all right, I want to gain 30 pounds of muscle. So over the next 18 months, I'm going to up my my protein intake. I'm going to work out and work these muscles and do these certain things. And and yes, it's, it's an everyday choice, right? When, when you set a realistic goal for yourself, it's meant to stretch you and it's meant to harness your focus. It's not meant to hurt you, right? Because again, you're not going to set the goal to say in the next six months, I'm going to lose 100 pounds. You can, you, you can do that push, but there is also the extent of what that puts your body through. And, and again, that's a separate thing, but you can't go from zero to hero because that's not how the human brain or the human body works. You know, let's say, for example, you've been in a funk over the last couple of months. I mean, who hasn't? And you're finally coming out from it. You're coming out into the spring and you're like, I have these goals and I have this thing. And like, you really haven't done anything in the last six months. You haven't read a book. You haven't listened to anything positive. You haven't watched a good movie. You really kind of have just been mindless over the last six months. You're not going to roll over tomorrow and finish three books and listen to all the positive things and then do it again the next day and the next day and the next day. No. Realistically, you want to set a goal of, in this example, to read a book this month and make sure I listen to 15, 20 minutes of something positive every single day. The reason that you want to set that expectation is because the first couple of days of setting a new goal are the easiest couple of days. And then after that, you have to work at it. You have to, it becomes inconvenient for you to do because it's out of your routine. And so you want to make it part of your routine and you want to make it part of your goal and your discipline so that it's stretching you. Because, again, this is kind of disrupting what you've had going over the last six months. So you want to turn it up a little bit where you're a little more disciplined, but you don't want to make any major change either. The reason you don't want to do that is because that puts you in a position of, again, you're, you're setting yourself up for trying to change too much too fast. And it shuts you down. It kind of puts you in a perspective of being like, oh, man, like I can't do this. And then you start to doubt yourself and, and, and that becomes a, a rainfall. But you don't want to you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're getting your doctorate tomorrow and you never finished undergrad in college. And and the reason that is, is because you can't actually get your doctorate without 
a certain amount of education and a certain amount of degrees, right? Um, I don't actually know myself the exact specifics, so forgive me if I'm incorrect. Um, but you definitely have to go to undergrad to to start a doctorate. You have to go to undergrad and then um, I think it's a bachelor's and then a master's and then I guess ultimately from there you would go up to the doctorate depending on the on the subject. But you have to start at a lower level, you know, and, and I think some of the reason behind that is because you have to crawl before you walk. And that's really the the stature of setting realistic goals. It's not making it easy. It's not saying like, I'm going to drink a bottle of water every single day. If you are not already drinking at least one bottle of water every single day, I recommend that you um, do. <laughs> but for the average person, at least you're drinking 17 ounces of water every single day. You don't go from drinking that to being like, I'm going to drink two gallons of water every single day starting tomorrow. And the reason that that doesn't work that way is, first of all, it would probably make you sick. And two, you probably wouldn't do it because you're going to at some point slip up and then it's going to be 1130 and you're going to try to drink all this water. You start by saying, all right, my average is this. So I'm going to up it. If my average is three bottles of water a day, I'm going to up it to four. Nothing crazy. It's just one more water a day. And then this week you realize you did your four bottles for the seven days straight. So next week do it again. And then the following week you want to do five. And then so on and so forth. And and the reason that you do that is because, again, you set this realistic goal of saying I'm going to have a gallon of water a day in the next three months and over the next three months you up the amount of water that you're already having and now you've progressed to probably drinking a little bit more than a gallon of water a day because every week you've added a bottle of water and you've started to push yourself and you started to discipline yourself and now you know what you're capable of now you've said to yourself I can do that I'm gonna put it here and then I'm gonna see where I'm at And then I'm going to check the distance between these two places. And maybe I'll have to half goal it and say, I'm going to come down a level. I'm going to reach that. And when I reach that level, then I'm going to aim for that other level. That's a way to set realistic goals. That's a way to say, all right, I want to lose 50 pounds by October 1st. And then you start saying, okay, well, I got to go to the gym at least once a week for the next two weeks. That's one day a week. And then after that, you're like, you know what? I could do three days. I could do three days. This is where I'm at. You're not on the scale. You're just changing a little bit of what you're eating and, and, and eating less of certain things. But I promise you that by October 1st, by you continuously snowballing this effect of your goals, you will lose 50 pounds. Let's say on the off chance you don't lose 50 pounds. Let's say on the off chance you lose 37 pounds. Oh, my God, I did not lose the 50 pounds. I only lost 37. You only lost 37? Or you still lost 37. So now your path of 13 pounds between 37 and 50 
now you're in this whole other bracket for yourself. Now you're in this bracket of saying, all right, I missed that goal. So now I'm going to reset it because now it's realistic. I already lost 37 pounds in four or five months. Now I know for sure that I could lose 13 pounds in the next couple of weeks because I've already done this. And that's the power in setting realistic goals because when you miss them, you still moved closer than you were. You still said to yourself, I'm so capable of achieving this. And I missed it this time, but I'm not going to miss it next time. Because I already know what I'm capable of. I already showed up here. You know, constantly we are hearing like, I can't do that. Nah, I can't do that. That's not me. That's not my personality. Nah, I can't let go of carbs. That's my problem. And then all of a sudden you get a doctor's report that says if you don't stop eating carbs, like if you don't cut it down to half of what you're eating, you're going to die in six months. All of a sudden, you could eat half those carbs. All of a sudden, you're so capable of this realistic goal. Because again, limitations exist because we put them on ourselves to a degree. Like, I'm going to be straight with you. If you don't know me personally, I'm five, one and a half. Yes, I always include the half. I can't dunk. I, well, I've never been able to dunk before. I've never actually tried, but I'm going to be honest. I don't think that I could do it tomorrow or maybe even next week. Like, I would really have to work at it. That's a height thing, you know. It's possible. Right now in this moment, I can't dunk. Um, I can't sumo wrestle either because I'm, I'm 130 pounds. Like I can't, I'm not a sumo wrestler. I would be crushed by a sumo wrestler. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying I could never do that. I'm saying where I'm at right now, I would have to work to do that because I, I can't, I physically can't do that right now. And so if I wanted to do any of those things or if I wanted to, let's say, become a makeup artist, if I wanted to become a painter, if I wanted to become a photographer, if I wanted to become a dancer, you know, it's possible. But the amount of work and time and dedication all vary depending on my level of expertise. And so what you want to do is is know yourself enough to know where you're at where you're trying to go and the best route to get there when you get in the car and you're going from point a to point b and let's say it's the first time you're going to point b you put it in your gps you don't just head towards point b and say all right let's see when i get there no, you say, all right, let's let's see which way. Is it going to be the turnpike? Is it going to be the garden state? Is it going to be the freeway, depending on where you're listening to this from? Is it going to be a plane ride? How much is the plane ticket? What seat am I going to be in? How's this going to go? Right? You, you analyze the path, and then you choose which way is the better way to go. And... You do that so that you can stretch, so you can know where you're at, you know your personal limitations or you know your capacity, and then you have to analyze what it is that you need to get to that goal. It stretches you. 
it also allows you to break this down to say, all right, I have to get, I have to go from point A, my starting point, to three miles that way, seven miles that way. And all of a sudden, it's not that you have to travel a thousand miles. It's I got to travel this many miles to get on the parkway and then I'm on the parkway for 200 miles and then so on and so forth. You break these things down and now all of a sudden you've traveled a thousand miles because you set realistic goals. You didn't just say, all right, I'm going to travel a thousand miles and see when I get there. You said, all right, I'm going to use the GPS and take a couple of turns here and do what I have to do. Even on the days it hurts to continue fighting on your goal, even on the days you're exhausted, you want to make sure you do it. You want to make sure that you set this realistic goal and you break it down to where it is that you want to be little by little based on your capacity. I want to leave you with this uh, saying or... I don't know if it's like an official quote by anyone, so forgive me if it is. But there's nothing to it but to do it. And it might be hard to start. It might be hard to continue. But once you do it, you feel good about you. It doesn't matter that in the past it took you forever to lose weight. It doesn't matter if in the past you started late to dance. You started late to to go to law school. You started late in life to get your doctorate. You started late to be a mom. You you got married late. It doesn't matter. The point is that you started, you didn't quit, and you also met yourself where you were at to set that realistic goal. Thank you so much for listening. Come back again next week for another episode of You the Boss Podcast.